Parshas Ve'era is the turning point of when Kla Yisrael starts their journey from Galus to Geula. But before they can taste redemption, something peculiar happens. When Hashem instructs Moshe Rabbeinu to go to Pari and demand that he free the Jewish people from Mitzrayim, Pari refuses to let them go. In fact, he signs an executive order that states, He increases the workload of Kal Yisrael, making their slavery that much more difficult and grueling than it's ever been before. And Moshe is irate. He returns to Hashem and he says, Why have you done bad to these people? Why did you send me on this mission? Since I arrived on the scene and relayed your message, it resulted in the opposite effect. Not only will Pari not free them, but he's even making them work longer and harder. And the question is, why did it have to happen this way? Klal Yisrael has been enslaved and tormented and oppressed for over 200 years. And finally, for the first time, they see some potential daylight and a reason for hope. And now they find out that not only will they not be set free, but on top of that, the news gets progressively worse. Their workload has increased exponentially. So what is the underlying message that we can extrapolate here? So I'd like to share with you a beautiful idea from the commentary on Perik Shira. Perik Shira is a compilation of psukim of ancient mystical writings. It's a collection of psukim ascribed to all aspects of creation which sing Hashem's praises. The Sheboilis Chitim, the sheaves of wheat, they proclaim, Shira Malas Mimamakim Kersicha Hashem. From the depths I called out to you, Hashem. We are all familiar with this Pasik. It's in the oft-recited chapter in Tehillim, said on behalf of anyone that needs any type of Yeshua. But why of all things in the world is it the wheat which declares this special Pasik? What is the connection between the wheat and calling out to Hashem Mimamakim from the depths? So let's imagine the life and journey of a stalk of wheat. The typical wheat stalk usually results with it being turned into bread. Yet, the process of getting there is painfully tedious and agonizing. The wheat must be cut, threshed, winnowed, ground into fine flour, mixed with water, kneaded, and then thrown into a boiling hot oven and baked into bread. The process involves numerous steps, all of which crush and destroy the wheat progressively more. It is this wheat stalk, amid the depths of the spear, while being tossed and twisted, that calls out to Hashem from its deepest recesses. The wheat is broken and shattered, and yet, every day it turns to Hashem, and doesn't give up. It places its trust in Hashem. The wheat may appear hopeless, as every day seems worse than the previous one. First it's only cut and threshed, and now it's being pounded, grounded up, and beaten down even more. Then... When it's at its most distressing time, when all hope seems lost, when it's being tossed into a fiery oven, it turns into delicious bread. In life, we often experience the same phenomena. We strive to grow and achieve, and the more effort we put in, it seems that rather than making progress and improving our situation, it's going in reverse. It gets darker and more difficult every day. We are frightened of what tomorrow might bring. We are so desperately lost and despondent. And just when we reach our breaking point, almost to the point of no return, here comes the Yeshua. Just like the wheat, just when it's about to be burned to a crisp, the wheat reaches its completion and a beautiful, warm, crispy loaf of bread gets produced. Similarly with the Jewish people in Mitzrayim. They are enslaved. They are tormented and oppressed. A decree is issued that every male child is to be thrown into the Nile. 
Moshe sent to liberate them. But the first effect of his intervention was to make matters even worse. Their quarter of brick-making remained unchanged, but now they also had to provide their own straw. And Moshe complains to Hashem, The situation appears hopeless, and just when they are about to plunge into the depths of despair, Geula emerges. And this is our lesson of the Shaboilas Chitim. It's a process. Darkness is not a negative, but rather, it is a necessary step along the path towards light. Only because of our limited perception do we perceive the darkness as an end unto itself. Hardships and adversity are a stepping stone for further growth and elevation. A seed, when placed into the ground, is in a dark, cold, filthy place, and on top of that, the seed begins to rot and decay. It seems like it has met its ultimate demise. And then, at that very moment, something miraculous happens. It begins to sprout. Similarly, when people find themselves in a really difficult situation, they fall into a state of hopelessness and despair. They feel like salvation is so far away, so elusive. What we have to remember is that at the most challenging time, when all hope seems to be lost, then is precisely when the seeds of Yeshua are being sown. Paradoxically, it is often when things look the most grim that they start to turn around. The night is at its absolute darkest, just moments before the morning sun begins to illuminate the sky. So like the stalk of wheat, it's the betachen we place in Hashem in those difficult times. That is our source of tranquility and happiness through our vicissitudes of life. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.